heard in the responsorial psalm today is if. If you hear his voice. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. And it comes up again in the gospel when uh, Jesus casts out this demon and a, a man who couldn't speak suddenly begins to speak and everybody's amazed. But then they start wondering, well, maybe it's by, uh, if it's by Beelzebub that he casts out demons. So uh, Jesus responds and says, if Satan's divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? You say it's by Beelzebub that I cast out demons. But if I then drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your own people drive them out? But then he gives kind of a question and answer in the same phrase. He says, but if, if it is by the finger of God that I drive out demons, if it is, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. But everything hinges on this, if you hear his voice. What if we don't hear his voice or don't listen to it? What if we're too occupied with other voices or other things? What if, forgive me for saying it, but what if we're even too occupied by our prayers? You know, we Catholics, uh, we, we have a scripture that we've heard, but we, we, we exactly went against it. We were told in the scriptures, don't multiply words, and then we have litanies. Um, um, star of the sea, morning star, uh, gate of heaven, and, and, but, Pray for us, pray for us, pray for us, pray for us, pray for us. Especially in the Eastern Church, they do it even more. As if, if we say this litany, all these words, now I realize they're beautiful images, and I'm not criticizing them, but I'm just saying, I think the most important prayer is listening. It's becoming still and letting the Word of God seep in and touch our lives. Every once in a while, I'll have... One of my staff members say this, Father Perry, what would you like us to do today about this? They asked me the question, and as I'm just about to start to answer, they said, would you like this, or we could do this? We've done this in the past, and some people like this better, and I'm thinking, why did you ask me if you're not going to listen? You asked me, what would you like? What do you think? And then you tell me what you think. And I wonder if we do that to God sometimes, that we say, you know, okay, God, what do you want from me? And then we tell him what he should want for us to do or be. And it would be a tragedy if what was said in the first reading was said of us. This is a, this is a nation that does not listen to the voice of God. That's our call. That's the challenge, to be very, very, very good listeners to ask of God and then to be still, still enough to listen and wait for the answer that we really believe that he gives to us. And I was telling the kids at Mass this morning, we know what God wants of us. We know what Jesus wants. He tells us again and again in the scriptures, feed the hungry, take care of the poor, be compassionate, be loving, be forgiving, be servants, take the last place. I know this goes on and on. We know. And I think especially for this crowd. I could say I'm talking to the choir, but I think, you know, people that come to Mass every day, we don't just not listen to God. That's not our style. We don't, we don't want to not listen to Jesus. But I think it's, it's not a decision or choice. It's a kind of a, 
it, it just kind of happens little by little, you know? We, we get preoccupied. or It's not that we say, Jesus, I'm not going to listen to you. Don't talk, don't talk. We don't do that. We just kind of fall out of listening and really hearing, really hearing. And so I think this scripture today basically is just a scripture that's meant to refocus us right here in the middle of Lent. Are we going to listen to Jesus this Lent? And if we really listen, could we say at the end of Lent, this is what Jesus told me. This is where God led me. This is where the Spirit was opening me. And this Lent was different because I listened and I heard